Guys, it's that time again. Seven the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am the Rocket Pro Wrestling Co General Manager, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. And I am the podcast Papa and the hater of Caillou, Pac Man. The fuck is Caillou? He's that bald bastard that, like, you know, he's a brat to his kids. It's a kid show. Apparently, was on for like a lot of years. I have no idea where the hell that even came from, but I just, I, I felt like I needed to bring my hatred of the show Caillou to the fore. That might explain why they called Jake Andrews Caillou. That probably would be it. He's a fucking brat. Fuck Caillou. And this episode, obviously, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got it all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, fill up your coat with all their amazing products, and at checkout, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Uh, 2024, uh, Carter Comics decided to change, uh, some things up and make them easier and more beneficial for their, uh, for their buyers. If you go to CarterComics.com right now, you can fill your card up with more than one product. That's right. If you buy two products, you will get 10% off your entire purchase. Not only that, free shipping on your entire order. Bonus, though, if you do use FreakNet at checkout, you'll get an additional 10% on your entire order. So if you go on to CarterComics.com right now, buy two comics, you'll get free shipping Plus an additional 20%. But not only just two. You can buy three, four, five, six. Just as long as you buy more than one product. You'll save 20% on your entire purchase plus free shipping. And that does apply to their eBay account. And the eBay account can be find, found on their homepage at cardcomics.com. Alright. Um, not a whole lot to discuss. Um, you know, again. Three shows uh, that we got to talk about. Obviously, we got to talk about the results from SCW this past weekend and match cards coming up for Rocket Pro and Northland. Uh, Rocket Pro, if you want to get detailed conversations about it, make sure you check out the lovely Intoxicated podcast. I don't know if you noticed this, Pac Man, but you see how I plug your show over here and you don't do that on your show? Take notes, um, which is available on YouTube. Uh, make sure you go check out the lovely Intoxicated Men. And uh, check out their show. Uh, Nubby was on it recently, uh, and so was Damian Saint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Turtle Week here for the Amazing Turtle, as he was a guest uh, this past Sunday on the Lovely Intoxicated Podcast. Obviously, you can find him here on Just Freaking Wrestling, and he will be a guest on the Power Hour tomorrow night as well. So, And on Wednesday, I'll be on another podcast with Sean Lennon. There you go. You know who Sean Lennon is, you know what podcast it's called. I didn't do my homework. I forgot to write that. Isn't it uh, PW Report? 
P. Yeah, you know what? That might be it. Way to promote crushing it. Um, yeah. So uh, you don't need Shark Week when you got Turtle Week. So oh, sure yeah. Check out all of uh, all of Nubby's uh, podcasting adventures throughout this entire week. So it's like I'm important or something. I don't know. Yeah. We're doing big things here, Nubby. 2024 is uh, so far, so far so good for you, man. Co-GM of uh, Rock Pro Wrestling and everything, and you know, uh-huh. you're getting booking shows and matches and stuff. So yeah. definitely, and definitely what, deserve it. Was the champion at one point? Yeah, well, that's your own fault, not mine. We'll move on. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. Well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We can sure talk is. about it. We we can talk about it, man. But there's, I mean. It's just gonna end up being in an argument. And you're gonna look stupid. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm, I, I'm gonna look stupid. Okay. Yeah, you'll 100 look dumb. You, you 100 because I thought about this all fucking day after that post you put up on Facebook about <clears throat> how the fourth mother box may have been right about me, and I listened to what fourth mother box said, and I was like, if this is what he's talking about, well then he's an idiot if he thinks that's right, and uh, I, you know. I heard some of the shit you said uh, at SCW, and obviously you throwing a hissy fit and yelling at me from the uh, ring. Yeah, it, you, you, we could talk about it, but you're just going to look dumb, and I don't want to start to show out in an argument and make you look stupid. So it's your call. You want to talk about it now? You want to talk about it later? You just want to brush it to the side and we can move on? How do you, you want know, to go I never, about this show? Shut the never fuck brushed, up, Pac-Man. I never brush things to the side. You know that. Cool. You want to talk about it now? Let's, get, like, let's just, let's like, just get to is it, is it, is it, let's lead up to it. You, if there's a build to it, let's build to it. Well, this is what we're it's at. It's your it show. Have, it doesn't have to be a build, man. It doesn't have to. I'm fine just moving on from it because I don't want to have this argument with you because you're wrong. Oh, I'm wrong. Yeah, 100%. Everything you have said is wrong. And the, fa- and the fact that you're attacking me for this is stupid. Like I said, we could talk about all this right now. That's what you want. But here's the thing. We still have an entire show we got to do so we could vent all this out and go through this entire argument about everything at this very moment. And then at the end of it, we're still going to have to talk about Northland and SCW and Rocket Bowl Wrestling. So do you want to get through the work we have to do or do you want to air our bullshit now first? I'm giving you that option because this is your bullshit. You know what? Let's Let's get through the matches and then... I'm sure it'll lead into the argument. So sure. let's just yeah, build. Let's, I'm all about awesome. building here. Awesome. <clears throat> let's get through the match cards first. Um, me and uh, Dizzle J are going to be doing another show this Saturday uh, because there's another pay-per-view coming up, and I think it's an AEW pay-per-view. I can't quite remember. Um, we'll cover the uh, results and stuff from the Royal Rumble. Pac-Man, you did win. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, uh, you took the coward's way out on doing it, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Wait, what was uh, the coward's way out? You, dude, you put Cody as your dark horse, man. Dark horses is for like the the the, the guys you don't expect to win. Wait, there was an order by which mm-hmm. we were doing it. I was just you just said pick two, so I just picked okay. Yeah, see him punch dark, Cody. Yeah, I didn't dark, I didn't think about dark you, horses. Yeah, you pick you pick the guy that you think is gonna win, and then you pick the dark horse. Like I picked Braun Strowman, uh, I believe. Nubby and uh, Dizzle J both pick Walter, but it's fine, man. I get it. No, it's not like, you know, I've been doing this for years, and it wasn't like you were, you know, part of the one, you know, the year before. So I'm going to let it go. It's fine. Like I said, you know, it's, everyone thought it was CM Punk's year. Um, I heard rumors that he tore his tricep, and maybe th- uh, plans have changed. But regardless, you did win. So uh, you take the first uh, first victory of 2024, so congratulations. 
Thank you. That belt's um, coming home with me at the end of the year. There you go. Um, but we'll uh, we'll discuss all that with uh, Bills of J just come Saturday, and obviously we'll do the predictions for the upcoming AEW pay per view and all that stuff. Um, uh, so I guess we just start with uh, Northland. That's uh, that's where you guys want to go. We can go there. Okay. Let's start with, start with Northland, uh, because it's been a minute since we've done a Northland. Is that because we just haven't got the cards from them, or they just haven't had shows in a minute? Um, I haven't gotten the cards from them. Gotcha. They just recently just started posting them, whereas I had to go to the former GM now. As I just learned, he's no longer GM, Chris Miller. Um, I usually went to him, but I just haven't had the chance to, even though I see him, like, every week, but... Gotcha. Yeah. You can't really count on him because he doesn't give me correct information all the time. Well, he is a heel. He's an idiot. And he did. Uh, he did Trade have. Uh, he did have an issue with uh, women at uh, was it CSW or was it Northland? Yeah. I, so I got knocked out outside or by uh, by a girl. So it was CSW. Gotcha. Cool. So, okay. So Northland's happening what this Saturday? This Saturday. Awesome. So. With Rocket Pro Wrestling, I, I encourage you to go to, to their show, to, as I am GM, co-GM, the only GM that matters. But let's say you're too far north in the land. Uh, I made my own joke. Funny. Um, and say that you don't want to drive all the way to Joliet, which I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, you can go out to Woodstock, Illinois, uh, at 240 North Droop Street as Northland Pro Wrestling. Presents No Love Lost. It is this Saturday, February the 3rd. Uh, doors open at 6 p.m., bout time 7 p.m. Uh, you can still get tickets ahead of time for just $20. Otherwise, it's $25 at the door. All right, we got ourselves a women's matches. Lulu La Reina is taking on Lily La, La Pescadita. And I believe this is for the Northland Pro Women's Championship. I believe. For the heavyweight title, we got the champion, Eric Schultz. As for defending well, his Northland, right? 500 days. Doesn't defend it, though, at the time. No champion. I mean, as we've seen, he's... As Rocket Pro and Northland tend to run on the same night, we've seen Eric Schultz at Rocket Pro. He'll be taking on Raphael Quintero. Then we got the drinking class taking on Gunner Wicks and Chucky Bates. Then Lee Metallic, or Metalik, will be taking on Jax Johnson. Then, in it, I'm going I'm going to imagine your face right now, Travis, as I say this. A parental custody ladder match. There's the neck tilt. There's parental custody ladder match. Okay, cool. (laughs) Is it for uh, Tom or Nick Mysterio? (laughs) It's actually either for Tom or Kyle. I don't know. Uh, or it could be Brad and Tom. Um, no, it's uh, Draco will be taking on FXB for custody of Draco's child. 
Okay. Yep. Right, who needs courts when you got independent wrestling? Yeah, right? Damn right. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Then we got King Trell and Doom Montgomery taking on Joey Mayberry and Hans of Alpha Zeta Zeta. They know that we post out YouTube videos now? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't think they listen to the show, but... Uh, well, they could fuck themselves if they did. And then we got Adam Stallion taking on Iniestra. It was supposed to be, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, the Cruiser Bruise guy. Something like that, I guess. But he is injured and Adam Stallion will be taking his place. And that is the card for Northland Pro as of now. No Love Lost, Saturday, February 3rd. 240 North North Throop Street in Woodstock, Illinois. Pre-sale tickets are $20. Otherwise, doors at the door is $25. 6 p.m. bell doors, bell time 7 p.m. And that's North Highland. Solid. Solid. All right, back man, let's talk about Rocket Pro Wrestling. All right. I know he did, know he did it over on the LIM, so. And I'm sure and, they'll do it again tomorrow on the fucking Power Hour. and It'll be and a trip back to. And keep in mind, Pac-Man, you are now an employee of Rocket Pro Wrestling, so don't fuck it up. I feel no pressure, Nubby, so I, I do want to say thank you for that opportunity to become the new interviewer for Rocket Pro Wrestling. And um really, really excited to um, talk with the stars of Rocket Pro. Yeah, yeah, you sound excited. I am. I am yeah. pumped. Yeah. I am Pumped, bro. Sure. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Nubby, you be you. I'll be I'll me. Be, uh, I'll okay. be Pac-Man. I'll be and, Travis. Uh, Shut and, the fuck uh, up, Pac-Man. And I'll, uh, we'll, we'll reenact the, uh, Lovely Intoxicated podcast yesterday by you telling me. So go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry for everyone who has to watch this. I have too much hair. I get it. But I just kind of go with it. And my beard is filled out. So just roll with it though. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm an, I'm an under height, overweight fucking piece of shit. So just roll with it. So, at, we are reenacting the me give offering him the job. Okay. Can I be Travis in this scenario? I no, I think you show. should. I wasn't invited on the show, so. You you should be uh, Damian Saint. Well, wait. That means did. that means I leave, but I don't want to leave. No, you gotta get drunk. You gotta get drunk enough. Oh yeah. And, uh, so. Pause. It, pause it. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. You're gonna, you're gonna have to. Uh, I'll have to be doing these. Does that work? <laughs> this totally took a weird turn. All right. So. All right. Let, let's get the laughter out. Okay. Damien, Saint, control yourself. <laughs> Pac-Man, come on, control yourself here. We got a show going on. All right, so. <laughs> I'm just going to mute. God damn, can't stop. Just can't stop. All right, so um, we're going to be doing a lot of things in Rocket Pro Wrestling in the near future. And one of the things that I'm going to do is start doing backstage interviews. 
Now, I do need an interview guy. So, with that said, hey, Pac-Man, how would you like to work for Rocket Pro Wrestling and be the interview guy? Wow. Yeah. I'd like that. I mean, it's an honor. Thank you. Well, you're yeah. Yeah, God. <laughs> I'm casting you as me in the biopic. I'm just saying. I felt like I felt like I was there. You had no excitement in your voice. Dude, every one of your friends were more excited than you were. I was pretty excited. At one bit. I was pretty pumped. I was jacked up to the is. I know for a fact that Nubby was really excited for this announcement because it's like, I am going to make this kid's dream come true. And all you give him was, yeah, I would love that. It's an honor. Thank you. I'm LIM champion. It wasn't that monotone. Go back and listen to it and you tell me I'm fucking wrong. Because I know deep down, after you said that to Nubby, he died a little inside. Like, I was expecting this guy to be like, Yes, a hundred percent. Like, like you're being proposed to for the first fucking time. Instead, you gave a, I would love that. Thank you. All right, I, hold on. It's truly an honor. I know that I'm thinking about it. You did react more excited when you were told to wrestle. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, well, here, here, we'll yeah. settle this right now. We yeah. find that part of the episode. He was more excited so, about changing Giggle's fucking name to Coat Rack than he was hearing the news that he was going to be a backstage interviewer. It was just, it, I, I, I was listening to it, and I'm just like, dude, not one ounce of fucking excitement. See, and yeah, now he has to go back and watch his own show and figure it out. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Backstage interviewer. <laughs> no turtle, I think I would. Whoa! Consider yourself hired as Rocket Pro Wrestling's official backstage interviewer. Well, thank you, Turtles. Good. Look at this guy. I was excited. I just I was caught off. That was, so. It sounds like you're reading cue cards. You know what, Turtle? I think I would. Sometimes you get kind of shocked by an announcement and you don't know how to react to it. Everyone else seemed to react just fine. Whoa! <laughs> now you're just like, yes, yes, I would. Well, I would. I was, I was, I've, I've been buzzing all week. I found my carpool karaoke microphone. I went to Jewel like right after we recorded. I started interviewing people like, like they were in the line and then like they told me to get the fuck out of there because what the fuck am I doing? Also, I'm, like, shoving the mic in people's face. Like, I've been practicing. I've been getting ready. I am, like, oh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. You want to know how I know you're lying that you were kicked out of a Jewel Osco? How? Because their their motto is, you can count on people who care. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fresh to your family, and I, my interview skills are going to be funky, fresh. There's a good chance I may be mixing models, but I'm pretty sure I remember the commercial saying Jewel Asco, you count on people who care. I, I think know. it's something I different. I don't know. I don't have network TV. 
I can ask Betty Cena. She watches TV. She does. What's the motto for uh, Jewel Oscar? I do remember what's that. Her, what's her phrase? From, from Jewel. Is it like fresh to her family or something? Oh, or it's right the, here. The, yeah, 90, 97, Osco. Count on people who care. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Osco, Osco was close, so it was fresh to your family from Jewel. Yeah, this, this they didn't be, think this, that was that this, funky. This was before fresh. Pac-Man was born, so it makes sense. Yeah. I, I was three then, okay? Were you? I thought you were I old. was. How old are you? Like 26, right? I'm going to be 30 in July. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thanks for reminding me. I felt like I needed to. Yeah. Rocket Pro, though. Rocket Pro's this Rocket Saturday. Pro Wrestling. Cupid Franklin Carnage. <laughs> it is in Franklin Park. Oh, that's what I saw on, uh, on a post on Facebook somewhere. I don't know who said that, but um, it, uh, is in, well, it is actually in Joliet, Illinois. Uh, and, well, we know uh, we know who said that, but we have to be nice about it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna be mean yeah. about it. Yeah, it's 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 okay to poke fun. Which, it, way, it happens. Park we, we is might, also in the name St. Joe's Park, Franklin Park. Easy makes up. It happens. It, it does happen, especially when you work for both. I do want you got to remind me. Shut up, Pac Man. Uh, I do want to give credit to Steve because it was his last uh, SCW show. So I want to make sure we do that too. So go ahead, Pac Man. Rock and roll right. wrestling. Rocket Pro Wrestling, Cupid's Carnage, and Joliet, and this yeah. Saturday, uh, St. Theodore Street, Joliet. <laughs> <laughs> crush it. Fucking crush it. God, way to be, way to be employee of the fucking month here, bro. You know what? That would have been closer. That definitely closer than what Steve said. <laughs> hey, we St. Theodore Street. St. <laughs> Theodore Street and Joseph Park. Solid. Fucking crushing it. Wait, Abyss is going to be there? Fuck yeah. Joseph Parks, yes. So, okay. Rocket Pro Wrestling, Cupid's Carnage, St. Joe's Park, Joliet, Illinois, 700 Theodore Street. Uh, doors open at 4. Bell time is at 5. Tickets $15. General admission. And the front row is $20. All right. Yeah. So, hey, curiosity, how come you haven't gotten more Rocket Pro posters? Uh, I do have the Christmas Chaos poster for from the show that I was on, um, but I haven't had a chance to hang that up yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, no, just, doing yeah. something special with that, but uh, <laughs> you'll see. I'm, I'm guessing frame it. Something like that. Of course you would. Fucking, you probably bronze it somehow. Hell yeah! I'll put Fuck. my I'll put my shoes in case too. Make it like one of those cool things. Anyway, there's matches that are going to be on this show. That's right uh, here. The first match is a tag team match and it's going to have the fabulous idols of Kevin Cade and Damian Gray who will have Joey Ross and Roxy Hart in their corner going up against Johnny Nye and Flash Harris and uh Oh yeah! I'm in the corner of Johnny and Flash. You are. I, I, had to, I had to make sure I was reading my notes right there. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so it's uh, it's Nubby's fault that you're a special guest manager or some shit. So here's how it happened. Johnny and Flash had reached out to me knowing this match was going to happen. They asked me if I wanted to be in their corner to watch out for the shenanigans that always happen when Joey and Roxy are in yeah. the idol's corner. But what are you going to do? 
I'm going to be watching, making sure that everything is, you know, fair and down the middle. Not huh. so much in a referee way, but like. Yeah, in but the huh, what are you going to do, point at them? I'm just going to make it. Shenanigans. Yeah, I'm going to call shenanigans. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to do anything. I'll be able to. Well, yeah, because I can't physically involve myself unless physically provoke myself. That was the agreement I had even, with Turtle. But even if you are physically provoked, what are you going to do? Wait for fucking Johnny or fucking Flash to come beat him up for you? That, you know, that side of it, I haven't. I've, I've been, like, working on that strategy yeah. in my yeah. head. Um, I'm I'm hoping that's not going to be the case. I'm hoping we don't get to that. I'm sure everything will be fine, but um, I'm just going to be watching. I got Joey and Roxy's number. That's the big thing. Sure, yeah, yeah, because, I mean... I mean, you you have blind faith that somebody will be out there with a baseball bat to strike them before you can attack them following it. I mean, again, I don't think we're going to get what, to that. What point. I don't what I don't understand is is you know we've had these countless conversations about you being put in situations where you could hurt yourself, but this is Nubby's decision to put you in as manager for these guys after flashing so it. Approach so it's yes. Nubby's it's Nubby's decision to put you in harm's way. Even though we discussed the possibility of you being hurt when you're in harm's way. I mean, the difference here is I'm not wrestling. I think arguably if I was wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, again, yeah because that's yeah, because if we know the idols like we do, we know that they're not going to do anything to you if you're just a manager for the tag team match. I mean, I'm sure they're going to try some stuff. But again, I don't think and I don't believe I'm going to be physically provoked either. Yeah, because, I mean, what's the, what's the I chance? Mean, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Slim that they're ever going to – what's the chances that they'll actually do something? Well, let's be honest here. Here's the thing. I pinned Damian Gray, and I showed them what happens when mm-hmm. they mess with yeah. the fans. He got hit with a bat, right? He did get hit with the bat he, he in the LIM, though, yeah. and I pinned – but I did pin him. The yeah, record book shows. Mr. Want to know? If somebody's there with a bat to protect you, then you'll be fine to fucking you know hold your own. Now the bat that that whole thing was actually C Red's plan. Okay. C Red. Does C Red have a plan to protect you this time around? Now that Nubby put you in harm's way once again. This one, I'm on my own, and I, again, I don't see that being the case necessarily. So okay, so you're on your own now, which is ten times better than you being part of a tag team. I mean, I have Johnny and Flash, of course, but yeah, but they're I'm busy not, in a match. I'm not in the ring. Yeah, but they they have to deal with Cade and Damien. But it's okay because you could handle yourself against Joey and and Roxy because they they won't do anything to you because you know if I know them like I do, they're gonna be like, oh well, Pac-Man's over there doing absolutely nothing. We'll just leave him alone. Just the equalizer, baby. I'm gonna be He's- watching out. Equalizer for what? You couldn't beat them without getting struck without them being struck with a bat first. The record book still shows I pinned Damian Gray. Hundred percent. The record is right. book shows that Damian Gray was pinned by PX. That's hundred percent true. Absolutely hundred percent right. End of the day, that's all that mm-hmm. matters. That's right, hundred percent. Nothing nothing else happened. You went into a match and you won the match. Flash Harrison come to your rescue, didn't strike so, Damian with a bat. Again, just don't like, get it. Just like, just like this coming Saturday, you're going to be on the outside of the ring, watching from from ringside, knowing that Roxy and Joey are on the other side of the ring, and they're not going to do a damn thing to you because they're terrified that they're going to get the same uh, same Pac-Man that they got last time. 
because we all know Pac-Man's not in any danger. I mean, granted, we did agree that he was in danger when he was in a tag team match last month, and now you got the only general manager that matters decides to, oh, let's just stick Pac-Man in a very dangerous situation once again because he'll be fine. That's not how it happened. Yeah. Wait, did you approve the, Did you approve him sitting on ringside? Did I approve it? Yes. Yeah. Is he but is he not did, in harm's way? Of course he is. And that, that did, do you think I just said, "Oh, okay, sure." No, oh, no, that's not what I did. And I, it's not like I was Damian Saint and said, "Oh, you know what? I have an idea. Let's put Pac Man in there." No, I didn't do that. What's Flash Harris came to me, yeah, and convinced what's, me. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference between what Damian Saint did a couple months ago to what you just did just now? Well, that's simple. Damian Saint put him in a no disqualification match, mm-hmm. whereas he is going to be on the outside, and he'll actually have more of an eye view of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, because now there's one of him outside the ring, while there's two of them on the other side of the ring. What is and Roxy if, really going to do? And if Joey decides to start pummeling Pac-Man, the match doesn't get called. You're just going to no. need referees to come break it up. But, I mean, come on now. How, how often does people come to the rescue of you fucking people? Is C-Red and Steve going to leave the uh, uh, commentating table to come rescue Pac-Man when once again he's in harm's way? No, we all know Steve only saved Shelly. So, C-Red will, pro- will most likely be the one to do it. I mean, yeah, yeah, he can't wrestle anymore. No, he's but done. he can fight. He can still go. He can still go out there and punch someone in the face. Yeah, as long as we can agree that Nubby put Pac-Man in harm's way, just like Damian different, different, di- no, di- different situation, different circumstances. It's the same thing, bro. It's not though. It's not it's the, the same. It's the same thing because even in that tag team match, Pac-Man could have sat outside the ring the entire time. Hell, he didn't get tagged in until he tagged himself in. So realistically, he put himself in harm's way by entering the ring. It's the same He's, thing. You he put didn't, him, the, he you, didn't have to take the match either. You put him. I could have said no. Side. Yeah, he could have said no to this too. There's no difference from what Damian Saint did that we bitched about and complained about for months. Compared to what situation. you just did, it was it's different. The same thing. It's not put, the same you thing. You put three I did not men put out there against five men now. I did not it, put Pac-Man situation. They came to me about it and convinced yeah. me to have Pac-Man in their corner. Could said no. You I probably said it's could have. Safe. I could you have. Said it's not safe for an untrained professional wrestler to stand outside the ring. Well, he's trained. Now, Ish. is he? Is he? Is Compared he? to other fans, he's got a little bit more oh. experience. Oh, he can go the, out there and hide. Dog around the backyard, taking chops um, from fucking. Oh, same Danny. thing. Now that he's got to watch out for two dogs and Roxy and Joey, it's yeah. He'll. It, it's a different situation. I'm not putting him in harm's way to fucking put myself over and collect money and be a dick. I, Flash Harris came to me about it. You're crushing your And crushing I did say no. I did say no at first. I said no at first. You're doing a fantastic job as GM so far. I am. I'm doing a hell of a lot better than Saint. Crushing it. Pac-Man I think doesn't need to be in this different. situation. Let me put Pac-Man in this situation. Fucking fantastic, brother. 
You know, the more I think about it, I'm thinking about a little bit of naiveness that I had going into my match. And now that I'm sitting here as I'm thinking about what I just said, mm-hmm. maybe I should be a little concerned. I would. I told you you should be. But you wanted it so bad, and Flash Harris gave like gave the blessing. And I, I trust Flash. So, look, this is all on Flash and Johnny Nine. As long as you get point blame at somebody else, it seems like you've been doing well this past week. Well, because I um, was see, I could put blame on them because yeah. I wasn't I'm the one initially coming up with the idea. No, you just approved it. All right. There's a difference between approving things and and yeah, actually yeah. Okay. doing. You had, the, you had the final say in it, and you had the right to say yes or no. Hold on, let me let me, oh remember that. Hold on, let me um hold on. Let me do this real quick for you. Yeah, make the note. Let me make this note here. No, you had a right to say yes or no. Write that down. Let me hold on. Maybe write this down. Take a little. Okay. Let, let me. Let me. Uh, here. NDA. That's true. I'd love to talk about it, but unfortunately, I cannot. But we well, can. There you go. We, but we can talk about what happened this Saturday after we talk about Rock and Pro Wrestling, where Pac-Man will be a valet for. Uh, for, I guess I guess Flash and I don't have a tag team name, but uh, you know they They're are the... they are both out in LIM. Is that are they coming out as LIM? I don't think so, but are they the they world's are... fab- fabulous LIM? <laughs> Suck it, Joey. Ooh. Well, yeah, at yeah. least you're gonna at least you're gonna have C Red, who's not that far off, and Steve, and I'm sure Nubby will come to your aid when need be, and I'm sure it'll be just fine, but. You probably won't have to worry about any of that because what are the chances of the idols doing anything shady? Again, now that like I'm thinking about it more, I shouldn't be so cocky and maybe I should factor those little things into my planning as well. And here's the thing, Pac-Man. You can back out. Yeah, you can say no. Wear a helmet. You'll be fine. Yeah, wear, wear hockey pads. Batman yeah. did it. I mean, I could back out. Could. But I, I wouldn't. It's already and I don't think it is. exactly. I yeah. I don't see a point in backing out. Yeah, you the know. posters the posters already made. Johnny and Flash hard subject trust, change. Johnny and Flash, you know, trust me enough to you know ask me to do this. Um, you know, I think yeah, I showed. See, the question is, isn't the trust they have in you? Is the faith they have in something not happening? That's what people keep overlooking. They give all the trust in the world that you're going to be out there and have a good time and, you know, have their back to some extent. But they're also going into this in the blind faith that nothing's going to happen to you while Nye and Harris are involved in a match with Gray and Kate. Because once all four men, which we've all seen tag team wrestling and fucking professional wrestling know, that these four men will eventually end up in the ring together fighting each other off while the referee's trying to break them up. So now you got five guys distracted in this fucking middle of the ring. And outside the ring, who is it? It's fucking Pac-Man. It's fucking Roth. Yeah, and Roxy. And then when they're in one corner and one goes left and the other goes right and they fucking take those fucking turns and shit and they start coming at fucking Pac-Man, you got two choices. Fight or flight, bro. Fight or fucking flight. You're either going to swing on Roth and his fucking wife you're going to run away. Or pray to God, but by the time they get to you, C-Red or Nubby or Steve or Maximus 
or Nuke or whoever's willing to come to your aid, fucking show up and help you because you know, unless somebody gets struck with a bat, you're not taking them down. I mean, I've seen what they're capable of. I've seen what they're willing to do to me now that I'm, like, sitting and I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But I'm still not going to, even with that, I still can't back away. I just I can't back away, no. I can't back away. Can't back away, man. You won't back down. Tom Petty, that shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Anyways, yeah, solid match, though. Great job. Great job. Who who booked that match, by the way? The the actual tag match itself. I did. Solid. Solid fucking tag match. Well, it needed to happen. We might it as did. well end this shit now, so. It did. I don't know if it's going to end it, though. I don't think it will. I don't think it'll end. But you know what? At least you're getting nigh in Flash. Because, I mean, honestly, Flash was absent for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when was the last time Flash and I were even really together outside of you know, the ending to, you know, the six-man tag. So, you know, obviously since they, you know, they've been in a group together, they really didn't team together, though. They weren't the tag team of the Idols, right? No. No, so it'll be interesting. I'm sure, obviously, if they have common ground, and unless, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, this isn't a big-ass swerve from Flash Harris on Johnny Nye or anything, you know. As long as that's not going to be the case, then, yeah, I think it should be a solid match. I don't see why they wouldn't pick up the victory against him. Just don't be a distraction outside the ring for him, man. Lots and lots of things, like, factoring into my preparation for this. And one more thing added, and just making sure I avoid, you know, the, the thrill of victory and actually just keep grounded and realistic as far as what exactly this is. So, you know. You still got the thing. nunchucks? I do. I'd bring them. I might have I'd, to. I'd fucking bring them, yeah. Maybe a prayer, too, but, you know. The LIM title will be with me, too, and Joey got a good yeah. view of that uh, at the end of the match. Yeah. Oh, quick question. Uh, who's the, who's in the corner of Flash and I? That would be the LIM champion, PX. Cool. Is Nani in the corner of the Idols? No, she's not. That's right, she isn't. <laughs> fucking, that's right, she isn't. Go ahead, man. I just want to, I just want Nani to remember that she still isn't uh, on the other side of the guardrail. She's too busy hanging out with Chris Jericho this week. Oh, they put the in a, is, is it a is it a three way tag with No Coast? Mm, I don't see them here. Oh, okay, go just a second, just in case Santino was hoping to be in the corner of somebody. Well, see, here's the difference. Pac Man is now a member of Rocket Pro Wrestling. Nani and Santino, no, and never That's will true. be. Those monotone fucking interviews, I can't wait. So, Maximus, how did you feel about that match? That is terrific. Thank you so much. Make sure you check out LIM on YouTube. I've been watching a lot of Mean Gene the past couple, this past weekend, to, like, prepare uh, to see, like, his style. Um, Been watching a little uh, Tony Schiavone as well to see how he handles it, so... I've been watching a lot of different interviewers to sort of get a grasp of the style. Excellent. You got to make sure you get one of those big fucking microphone uh, sticks like uh, Bob Barker used to use on The Price is Right. Oh, there you yeah, go. Big-ass big sticks. Fuck, oh, yeah. Fucking mic. That's <laughs> right. Like, like, like roasting a marshmallow over a bonfire type of fucking microphone. 
Thank you, Maximus Orion. And remember, control the animal population. Spay there and neuter your pets. That's right. God, I wish your parents took that advice before they had you. Hey. Hey. Oh, Pac-Man, you walked into that one. You really walked into that one. I really did. <laughs> uh, well, we have uh, the suburban German, Joseph von Jaeger, calling out Jesus DeSafio after DeSafio turned on von Jaeger at the last show. Mm-hmm. So they're going to so, be talking it out a little bit. Okay, so it's not it's not match-match, it's just... No. Trying to air the dirty laundry in, in front of everybody. Okay. Yeah. And I thought it was funny that Damien Saint took credit for making this happen and tried to throw it in my face like, okay, if Von Jaeger would have came to me, I would have gave him the same thing. It's not a competition, really. Yeah. I would have let him. I mean, why not? I, w- I would want answers, too. Yeah. Damien well, Saint's one, an idiot. The one thing I can tell you, Nubby, and uh, you, you may have realized it already, being uh, the fact that you've only been general manager for one month. Um, and I'm sure if you guys look at it like from a, from a, a boss perspective, like a job supervisors, whatever, if you have one guy who's been the head guy for X amount of time and then you have a new guy come in, you're more inclined to always go to the guy you knew the most or you, you went to the longest and stuff. So I think it's more of a – they go to – Saint because it's the norm. They just gotta get more comfortable with you and the role you're in. So it's gonna it's gonna happen. But I yeah, I, I mean that's fine. I don't I'm not yeah. that I don't care about that. It's just why you gotta throw it in my face like it it's gonna mean anything to me. I don't care. Well cool. and that's why and that's what I was trying to say. Like I don't I don't think he has any reason to throw into your face because you're you're still freshly new to the authority role at Rock and Pro Wrestling. People gotta get used to that idea. So yeah, uh, yeah. For him to throw that in your face made it, it didn't make any sense. I think it was just more of him trying to stroke his own ego. Which again, I got nothing against Damian Saint in any way. I think some of the things he does is kind of shady and shitty. But um, yeah, he yeah he doesn't have to stroke his own ego to you know say like well you know they came to me not you. So yeah, who gives a fuck? You overpaid. You overcharged for beer. He should just stick to stroking something else instead of his ego. That's, That's a penis thing. That's a penis thing, yeah. Well, he Speaking is a giant penis. penis. Pac Man, what else you got to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have another match on the card. Uh, right it's, matches. It's Shaq Jordan and Maximus Orion taking on the Kings of Six, Skylar Reed and Devin August, who are not on the same page. And that no. was made very clear. After that conversation with Nuke, gotcha. Who made and who made this match? That would be Damon Saint himself. Interesting, because he thinks he's punishing Shaq Jordan and Maximus Orion. I 100 percent believe he is because you know somebody's come jump them during that fucking match. That match isn't gonna go to a finish. He just wants both guys in the ring at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time. Kings of the Six are not on the same page, so this might not be a great idea. I wouldn't have put this match together. I mean, Boxing Day. Boxing Day, Nubby. They weren't together on Boxing Day. I hate boxing. You, they, you guys you guys know who Damien Saint is. We know, you, know that, we you, know, know, you know that there's something shady that's going to happen. Yeah, there's some upper-handed bullshit that's going to happen in that match. Like I said, it, perfect example. Remember, um, years and years ago, uh, when uh, I forgot who it was, maybe it was Eric Bischoff. He put like Randy Orton and uh, John Cena versus the entire locker room, and 
the handicap match. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. And eventually just all just beat the shit out of Orton and Cena. I, I see it being no different than now. They're going to go into this tag match back and forth and some shit. And then you get the fucking bear and Schultz and, um, Fucking uh, that the hairless cat kid. What the fuck is his name? Is? <laughs> Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews. I don't know why I can never remember his fucking name. You know, just gonna jump in, you know, and in hopes Stone fucking comes and breaks it up because it seems like those three have a common understanding with each other. But I, I don't see this. I don't see this just the idea of it being a tag team match. It seems like there's gonna be some shady shit that's gonna happen. Yeah, but I just don't know how much of uh, how much. The Kings are six are going to be on the same page. Are they going to? Are they part of the plan together? Does mm. Skyler Reed want to do something else other than Devin August? I think that they could work it out long enough to make the plan actually work. I think uh, I think that's the overall goal. But yeah, we've seen tag team partners walk out on each other before. This happened. I know. Uh, fucking even. Um, it's not even just the whole Kings of the Six having issues with each other. It seems like it's undeniable having an issue with Skylar Reed. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, yeah when, when, when there's some promo that happened uh, a few months or a couple months back where uh, it was like uh, Kings of the Six and uh, Saint were in some room and both guys were just bad-mouthing Skylar for, you know, losing yep. and shit. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's an interesting concept. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think if they if they just get to the point they need to get to in the match, if if Shaq and Maximus want to win, they need to end it quick before Undeniable shows up. You know, Jay Beck will probably be out there. Hmm. There's probably he's still recovering from his shits. Perfect from the shits. From the shits. So, uh, solid match though. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I just I just think it's gonna be some shady shit. If it comes out to an actual match, mat, um, an actual match without any interference, it would be a really good match. But at the same time, I mean, I know Maximus and Shaq are both aiming for that fucking RPW championship. So you know, yep. they may be in agreement to you know, like they may be in kind of like a truce to kind of watch out for each other. But at the end of the day, you know, that title could change people pretty fucking quick. Yep. And look what the other county did to Rion. <laughs> What's next, Pac-Man? Two out of three falls. Number one contenders chip match. Uh, the third, if it goes to a third fall, it will become a no disqualification match. Uh, the Hawaiian hitman, Koa Laksamana, which will, who will have Kalisa in her corner, in his corner, facing the master of the Chicago bear hug, Steve Michaels, with Damian Saint in his corner. So Michaels is winning. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you do those qualifications. Fucking, who, who does Koa have to, uh, to back him up? No, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I know Koa's kind of. I mean, he I know he comes and goes. I know there was a period of time he wasn't around. I know. It, mm-hmm. I guess it's like what two or three consecutive shows he's been in now, or whatever it is. Yeah, I think uh, maybe second, the yeah. second one. Yeah. So, but there was that period where he was gone. You know and. I think he what he last time he showed up was the end of last season. Uh September, I think he was on the September. Was September? So yeah. I don't think he's really there to make much friends. So, I mean, unless you know, again, Maximus, Shaq, and Stone hate the undeniable just you know, just enough to come and help Koa. 
I again, it, it's very similar to the previous tag team match. I just have no, I, I have all, I have, I have faith or not faith, but I believe that the undeniable are going to come out and just attack Koa in the final uh, fall and can't disqualify him because it's no disqualification. You made the no disqualification. Uh, no, I right? made I made the two out of three falls. Saint and decided. Saint, okay. I just throw that in there just to try to one up me again because he thinks I'm competing here when I'm just making matches and making things interesting. Yeah, I could definitely if I had to predict it, I could predict. Uh, I could predict. I could predict the bear picking up the first victory. I don't think he has the stamina to withstand the remainder of the match, so I can see Cole picking up the second one. And once that happens, I can see Undeniable fucking laying out everybody, laying out Koa. And if Koa doesn't have help, you're gonna see, uh, you know, the bear become, I guess, like Calm Michaels, whatever. But uh, I can see him becoming the new number one contender because this is the number one contendership. Is that what you said? That's yes. correct. Yeah, yeah. So I can see him becoming number one contender for the title and everything. And again, it just comes down to I believe Saint has a plan. Not an honest plan, but a plan to screw, you know, Koa out of an opportunity. So, I don't, I know, I know he'll have Kaylee's or whatever her fucking name is out there at ringside, but I don't know how much, you know, damage she's going to do with those fucking sticks, but eh, we'll find out. We will see. Now, before we go to this next match, I have a question for you, Travis, and I, I floated this on the Lovely Intoxicated podcast as well. Patchouli. How do you? I think, that, uh, I think that's how, an underrated funny word. How do you feel about free beer? If someone hands you a beer and says, "Hey, you don't have to pay for it on the house," how would you feel about it? And you're I really mean, thirsty. I lived in my house for eight years, and I just bought my first. I just bought or paid for a couch for the first time this year because uh, all the other ones were free. You can't ask a impoverished man how he feels about free shit because he will take the free shit. But, yeah, if somebody offered me a free beer, I would I would take – I guess it kind of depends on who it is, but I would take the free beer. Are you talking about that fucking Sean Danger bullshit? Yes. In fact, I am talking about that Sean Danger bullshit. I probably wouldn't take it because I'm guaranteeing it was warm. If somebody offers me if somebody offers me a warm beer, I will not take it. If they offer me a cold beer, then yeah, probably. LIM did get a few of those and they are they were cold. Oh yeah, well, they were cold and yeah, I take it. I mean fucking free is free, dude. I understand I understand Damien's idea of what he was trying to explain, but I think he was going a little bit to the extreme on the concept because when you sit down and think about it, uh what was what was uh Danger walking around with? Like a twelve pack? 12-pack of old styles, baby. Okay, so when you're saying you're looking at it, okay, so $3 a piece, you're like, if Rocket Pro shuts the doors because of $36 fucking dollars, the company has some problems. You know, well, I was just like, well, it's, it's, it's one thing that, like, if, if fucking, if Danger was walking around handing out Rocket Pro t-shirts along with, you know, old-style beers, as well as front row tickets for the next show. And you're talking about him, like, giving away thousands of dollars of fucking product. I could understand a, a strong hesitation on what's going on. But the fact that dude is giving away $36 worth of shit, I don't see that as being, like, you're costing the company money. It's 36 nah. fucking dollars, you know? And you got to look at it this way. It happened towards the end of the show, correct? 
Yeah. That is true. So Rocket Pro and St. Joe's already made money. Mm-hmm. It, I call it giving back to the fans for yeah. being, not only being there, you know, dealing with the weather that day. I'm sure it was cold and rainy mm-hmm. and all that shit. They paid their hard-earned money to get into the show. A yeah. lot of those people bought beers throughout the night. I don't think $36 is going to hurt the company, and guess what? It didn't. Yeah. Now, now another follow-up question. The beer he was handing out, did he buy that himself and bring it in, or did he take it from the stock from St. Joe's Park? That is a good question, and the answer I have is I don't know. Because obviously if he brought it himself, no harm, no foul. Now, if he did happen to... Because I love it. I can feel nothing when I'm with you. Uh, which, by the way, you know, shout out to all the LIM fucking who uh, tolerated the TV in the background for an hour and ten minutes before somebody said anything. Because ten minutes into that show, like, <laughs> who the hell is watching what? Um, oh, God. If, if Sean Danger took that from stock, I do believe that that is wrong. If he brought it himself, who gives a shit? But that's another factor that plays into it, too. Like I said, if Sean Danger went out, bought a case of beer, started passing out fucking beers to people, they said, I'll take the beer, I'll enjoy the beer, I'll thank him for the beer, and I wouldn't care much about it at 36 fucking dollars. That's the biggest thing. If he was to take it from, if that was Rocket Pro property and he took it, I would question that, but still, it's only thirty six fucking dollars. You know, right. you know, people are buying mixed drinks that cost way more. Like this, not he's not handing out thousands of dollars worth of fucking merchandise. So what you're uh-huh. saying is Damien State sitting here like, if I could have thirty six fucking dollars. No, no, no. See, here's the thing: you didn't fucking bring it up last time. I know. Don't get that. I was don't trying to, to redeem now. myself. I was trying no, to redeem can't. myself. No, I figured it was you giving me an opportunity no, to redeem myself. You, no, you redemption. can't. You had the opportunity. To call back to something great, and you didn't take that opportunity. And the fact that I realized it within that moment, and you didn't, makes me feel really sad for you. I did realize it, but I couldn't figure a way to fit it in naturally. All you had to do was fucking say it. When he said, we said, it's just three freaking dollars. Like, you know, so is a photo of Turtle. I used to have one of those, too. I let that go. Mm, yeah, but you know what? You. It would have been a solid fucking callback. Hell, you could have spliced that into that moment of the show. Mm. Director's cut. We're going to do a director's there, cut. There, you had an opportunity to do something great, and you dropped the fucking ball, and for that, I feel bad. It hurt. I was like, I'm not even going to listen to the rest of the fucking show. I, I did. You're I didn't want to. I mean, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, but what's going on with Sean Danger? Was it just for, was this whole thing just for you to do that, or is there something going on with Sean? Danger? No, no, he's going to be wrestling the Ryan Matthews as retribution for the whole beer thing. Is this his uh, in ring debut? No, uh, no, 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 yeah, so it's been a minute. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, my name is... It's just weird. It's yeah. a weird situation yeah. because of, well, why is that punishment? Yeah, yeah. I mean... We've seen how Sean Danger can fight. Again, I, I feel like it's going to be a jump, beat-up situation. You know? Again, all this can be avoided because nobody's in power now. 
So everything that I'm thinking is going to happen could not happen because Nubby has the authority to stop them from going to the ring. I do. I, it's just one of the things, like, if Nubby gets busy in the back doing with some fucking uh, behind-the-scenes stuff and they sneak and on through. And that's going to happen because last show, for instance, I couldn't stop the Undeniable yeah. for doing what they did. I was busy still handling, you know, paperwork, looking up, you know, looking for tag teams because I have a job to do during the show. I have to run the show, make sure it goes fine, not insert myself in situations and cause people matches. <clears throat> but I also have other stuff to do. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, these these guys really got to fucking watch out for themselves because, I mean, it, it seems like it seems like there's going to be a lot of undeniable like beatdowns that are going to happen. You know, if it goes and, their way. And that's the thing. I. This is pro wrestling. I get it, and it's yeah. going to happen. What's going to happen? It's like it. It's like people, like people get involved in matches. Yeah, that, people uh, are going to get involved. Keep that in mind I, when we talk about fucking SCW. You know what happens. Keep that fucking in mind, man. Right. Whatever. I'll I'll definitely debunk it though. Keep that keep that shit in mind. I'm gonna keep that shit in mind because I can debunk it easily too. As much as I'm putting my foot in my mouth. You know about it? I actually can be debunk it. Well, I but believe anyway. you can put your foot in your mouth. I seen how high you kick. Right. Probably. I, I, I watched yeah, Frank and Nick Jr. I've seen people do shit. I, I know how to fall on my ass too when I it's kick so too. <laughs> but well, look, and, and I can stop it. And yeah. there's gonna be times where I will prevent it and or even reverse decisions. But Damian Saint should not be the one doing it. That has been my point this whole time. Is why is GM, the boss, supervisor, manager, whatever you want to call this guy, he should not be in by the ringside touching the other wrestlers, trying to cost them matches. 100%. That is my issue. 100%. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, you should not. As a general manager, you should not get involved. Physically. That's right. Keep that in mind when we talk about SCW. Keep that in mind. That mind also revert to what I just said before. When I can reverse decisions if I see fit. That's right. If Remember you have the, if you have the ability to reverse decisions, you 100 should be able to. If it's for the betterment of the talent and the, the company. Right. If you Remember have that. the ability to do so, I agree with you 100. percent All ahead. right. So, Pac-Man, what's next? Oh, it's it's the next match. In fact, uh, it is oh, heroes. Here, it was heroes of our time. Mason Conrad and 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 hold on. I I I got this right. I got this. I got this. Yeah, because you fucked it up. I that I did, and uh, that one's on me. That's my bad, y'all. That's my bad. Wasn't it hey, cool? Wasn't it cool when our uh, truth? Entered the women's rumble. This is this is his, he he's employed with you now, right? Yeah. This is this is your hire, by the way. Yes, it is. I'm a this great. Is, this, this is your first hire as GM of Rock and Pro Wrestling. A dude can't even fucking name the wrestler right. Joey Marks. Not only that, but this is the second time he's doing this. Joey Marks. <laughs> it's still not. Good. I had to make I Joe. It's Joey Marks. It's it's Mason. Conrad and Joey Marks. Hey Pac Man, okay. now that now that you work for Rocket Pro, 
and you, you're going to get paid. See this? This is a notebook. Get one. Get one of these. They're pretty cheap. Now, I will. Now, you know, okay, so they're coming into Rock and Pro Wrestling. Nubby booked the show or booked this match. I've never heard of these guys, so can you guys tell me who they are? I, I know, again, I listened to the Love and Thoughts podcast. I know they wrestled in Freelance. I know they wrestled down in Mexico. Pac-Man called them international stars. It's true. Um, but I, I really don't know much about them, so any information would be appreciated. Well, or did I, I just give all the information about him? You, that, you yeah. may have just, said just that. Said it. But not only that, I actually, um, I've known Mason Conrad for a, a while. Okay. Uh, dealt with him at other companies way back. He's actually held tag team championships with those companies with different partners. Gotcha. And, yeah. and, um, what made me really think about them was, um, actually a recent, a couple months ago, I think, uh, when DC Slam had them on uh, their podcast, and I listened to them talk, and I thought they were interesting, and then just reminded me when I was thinking about it, I'm like, wait, I want to bring in a tag team. I want to get this tag team division, yep. you know, built up, you know, make it better than what it is. Because, you know, with other tag teams doing things, holding scores, they don't have time for tag team titles right. or tag team about, title shots. What about uh, Bro Bros, man? Bro Bros are on the list. Solid fucking tag team. I'm surprised they haven't been at Rocket Pro yet, man. But yeah, you know, I, I don't think Damien really likes them that much. Yeah, I don't give a shit about what Damien yeah. thinks. But Bro Bros would be a solid team to yeah. bring in there. Yeah. I want. I wanted to yeah. just go outside, like the people that yes. I know, the prove the norm. Point. Yeah, the norm. The I norm. Yeah. Well, my friends, if you will. See, Mason Conrad and uh, Joey Marks are not friends of mine. There's no. just there's just a tag team that I decided I want to bring in. They're super talented. They don't have the, you know, the height advantage compared to Marche and Logan, but that doesn't matter. It's all about skill and, you know, in, in the ring, in ring performance. So we'll see how this goes. And I think it'll be an interesting tag match. But the other thing to consider is what's been going on between the final level and youth gone wild. So that I've, I touched it, touched it, touched on it. Did you? you want to point to the yes. you want to point to uh, point on the bear where uh, Steve Michaels? <laughs> show show me on Steve Michaels where you touched it. Right on the forehead. Um, <laughs> so I talked about it. There, better choice of words. Saying that um, me and Saint, this might be the one time where we have to sit down and talk about and get an agreement, and which I think we do agree. That we're not going to give tag team title shots to random tag teams that think they they can just jump a barricade. Now, don't get me wrong. I've known Youth Gone Wild for the longest time when they were actually nice back at PCW, and they are just doing things wrong now, stealing stuff at other companies. And I'm not going to. And I like them, but I'm not going to give them title shots. Because just because I like them and they're gonna interfere in the shows, nah, that's not how I'm gonna play this. You jump the barricade and think you can do what you want? No, that's not how this works. You could have texted me. We could have worked something out. I know. Uh, I know. Damian Saint said uh, this past Sunday on the uh, lip that he's in total agreement with you on that. But at the same time, I got a strong feeling that he will make that tag team title match happen because. 
if he believes he can make money off of it, he's going to do it regardless of what's right and what's wrong. Right. But I'm not just going to do it because they did that. If I'm going to do it, I want I want it to happen the right way. Yeah, there's a right way to do everything. 100%, I agree. And if, and if Final Level wants them, we'll work something out. But I am not going to just give them the tag team title shot just because. They're going to have to earn it or get on my good side. I agree. But, yeah, that is going to be for the tag team championships. Solid. Yep. yep. And lastly, the final match, the main event, if you will, it is for the RPW championship. Public Enemy, Der- Eric Dillinger. I almost called him Derek Illinger. Eric Dillinger versus. This is your hire, Nubby. This, 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 this is the guy you fucking hired. I we gotta, am. We gotta, we gotta work on this. We gotta work this, on this. This notebook less fucking piece of shit. The Dream Breaker. Hey, all my notes are on my iPhone. Yeah, look, I see I'll, Nubby in your phone. Wait, what? I missed that. I'll I'll rewatch it and listen back. But it's Eric Dillinger versus Eric St- Aaron <laughs> Eric Stone. Crush it. <laughs> crush it. it. <laughs> Fucking crushing it. Pac-Man. I, I get it. The fuck down. I get it. It's, it's, this isn't the lovely and Toscan podcast. You don't got to try as hard and shit. But, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. It'll be for the the brand new commentator, uh, fucking uh, interviewer for fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling. New hire right here. How many Eric's are in this fucking match? Only one. I double gotcha. checked. I can so, confirm. Did you? A single Eric and one Aaron. A Aaron. A Aaron Stone. For the Rockboard Championship. Yep. This is probably the first card I've heard in a long time where I don't hear one Coyote's name. Yeah. I guess uh, how many how many titles on the line? Just the two, right? Just Rocket Pro Heavyweight Championship and the tag team title. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I would be defending my Chicagoland title, but I don't have that anymore. Don't you have the authority to bring that back? Ooh. I do. And I could. But will you? But it's missing now. Oh. That's a shame. I blame no codes. Good. You can blame Nocos if they're actually there. I blame Nocos for the Coyotes not on this card. I blame Nocos for me fucking up several names on this uh, preview. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking classic. Old classic Pac-Man. Yeah. Alright, there's a couple of things uh, we gotta talk about. uh, Oh, um. Yeah, go ahead. Rocket Pro Wrestling, Cupid's Carnage. Again, that's going to be at 700 Theodore Street, Joliet, Illinois. Doors open at 4. Bell time is at 5. The tickets are general admission $15. And front row is $20. This Saturday, February 3rd, in the Year of Our Lord, 2024. Oh, yeah. Um, Before I forget, I did mention it on social media. But as GM... I plan on giving a special someone a special Valentine at Cupid's Carnage. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That's sweet. Uh, okay, so there are a few things SCW related we do got to talk about. Um, 
one of the one of the first ones is is uh I know I'm gonna get this guy's name wrong. I know it's like it's like William Robinette or Robinet. I I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I I couldn't hear it very clear at the show, but I guess he's like a former announcer for Windy City. Um, yes, Big Bill. Okay. Um, so, from my understanding, is he passed away last year, and uh, SCW, CSW, Power Entertainment are all coming together to do a memorial show for them uh, for the one year anniversary of his passing. So, uh, as of right now, I know it's March 23rd. I know it's going to be at the Majestic Theater in Kankakee. Uh, no matches have been set yet. Uh, I have had discussions with, uh, SCW and, um, they're gonna, you know, obviously they're gonna do what they're gonna do as far as getting everything booked and everything set up and everything and, they will relay information to me as uh, it comes available so we can promote it out here on the podcast. And that was the biggest thing when I was going through the conversations with everybody. Um, just let me know what I could do to help out. You know, and that's one of the reasons we have this podcast is to help promote independent wrestling and get information out there. So over the course of the next, I guess, technically seven weeks or eight weeks, however you want to look at it, uh, we will be, uh, I'll be help relaying information about this, uh, event that's gonna happen. Um, but it's really cool and other than like a couple DWA shows, in a sense, actually I don't even think you call it DWA. I don't, I don't know the last time I've ever been to a show where there are three actual companies running the show. I know DWA had like that, JWA, LWF, DWA kind mm-hmm. of show, but I know it was just DWA running it with honoring these companies. But this is actually three different companies that are going to be booking and running the show um, and help raise the money for um, for Bill's family and all that stuff. So we're going to do what we can on our end as podcasters to get the information out to you guys um, because it's not just a wrestling event. It's an event. It's a fundraising event to help, you know, with the family. So. Mr. Bill, memorial show. Yeah, so I'm really excited for it. Again, Southland Championship Wrestling, Chicago Style Wrestling, and Power Entertainment are all coming together on March 23rd at the Majestic in Kankakee. More information will become available, obviously, and uh, we'll keep that posted up on our social media as well as talking about it here on the show throughout uh, the next few weeks. Um, This past Saturday was Steve's last SCW show. I know there wasn't really any... uh, announcement or anything done at the show for him and for that I do feel bad um I know there was a lot going on at the end of the night where it may have been overlooked and I know Steve for the kind of guy he is as much as he would have loved that goodbye I don't think he wanted to take kind of I don't think he wants to take any of the attention away from the results of the main event that happened so um so congratulations to Steve on obviously everything else he's doing and uh, I do appreciate it. I didn't realize that he was at SCW for four years. Um, I know my first time ever meeting Steve Wadez was at SCW. And every time he came in, it was entertaining. I remember commentating with him. Uh, we always had fun and a good time. He did great in announcing. Even when he, you know, screwed up once in a while, he owned it and uh, played it off. But 
Uh, obviously, he's still at CSW. He's still at Rocket Pro Wrestling. He's still at Freelance. I know he's commentating Roller Derby and all that stuff. And obviously, the Power Hour. So, um, so thanks, Steve, for all your years at SCW. It was fun being, uh, you know, I guess, uh, co-workers with you in a sense. Uh, it was fun working with you. And I know we're still kind of co-workers to the Freaking Nest Studio, so it's not like we're saying goodbye. We'll never talk to each other, see each other, and shit like that. But, uh. It was cool. I had time to work with you. So, you guys want to say anything? Are you good? No, I'll, I'll say yeah. my piece tomorrow. I'm yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not really a tribute thing. He's not retiring like Z Red is. No. He just he just departed one company. So, I'll just say that he did get me in the CW. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been there. Sure. Sure. Let's believe that. Okay, uh, let's talk about these matches because uh, this okay. So high voltage happened. We had a debut in uh, the last Vanguard. Omar Salah or Salah Salah. I don't know how to pronounce that name, but it is the last Vanguard. Omar picked up a victory over Donovan Toretto. Uh, Donovan did get a little bit injured after his match, but uh, I believe he's fine and good now. Uh, Logan Steele picked the victory over Johnny Chaos, and Warren C. Freiberg uh, won the gauntlet match, becoming the new high-voltage champion. All right, so on the main card. Oh, yeah, we're going to skip over that, aren't we? I didn't want to say it, but. Of course you don't want to say it. What do you want to talk, what do you want to talk about, Navi? So, what do you want to talk about? Uh, so, how about we talk about how you spent months being petty, supposedly. Okay about Freiburg not giving him a title shot mm-hmm. and saying that he's a cheater. Yes. Um, hey, Pac-Man. Hey, Did me. you know that uh, Freiburg cheated to beat me at um, Arctic Takeover? Him cheating? That's just something unheard of for him. Yeah, it's nuts. Can't believe it so happened. You, so don't you think a petty GM, or, well, petty GM, I'll quote it, that's what I've been hearing. Hearing, um, mm-hmm. don't you think maybe that GM would have stood up after seeing it with his own eyes and said, "Now, either reverse the decision or restart the match." Hmm. I now, mean, I, I, I would let's think, keep yeah. in mind, Pac-Man. Supposedly. He's been a petty general manager towards Freiburg. Mm. And he didn't like his cheating. And that's why he gave me a rematch in the first place. So there was cheating and again, and nothing was done right in front of him. Travis, what's your side of this? No, I want to hear. I want. I want you to answer fucking nothing. Well, I want to. I want to hear your side. I don't care. Right. Nobody asked you a question. I, so I wasn't there. Nobody I, asked I you was a at question. A party. Answer this question. Yes. I, I just. I want to make sure I understand what exactly is going on in this scenario. No, you no. You have to answer Nubby. I don't feel like I don't. He think, asked you a question. I did he ask, asked you a question. So answer that question. It feels like you're avoiding my question to his question. I'm not avoiding that. I want you to answer his question because I'm not going to tell you my side and then you change your shit. He told you something. He asked you something, so answer that. And then I'll tell you my side. 
Okay, so generally speaking, if a general manager were to see the cheating, perhaps he would consider reversing the decision restarting the match. After, you know, giving me a rematch because mm-hmm. of cheating. Yes. And somebody who would have the authority to do something like that probably would. So. General manager. Like I stated last week. It was a meeting I went into. Cannot talk about what happened in that meeting because of an NDA. The outcome of that meeting was Eric Schultz got a Brewmaster's title match and Freiburg got his title match with his stipulation being a gauntlet match. There was nothing I could do to stop, prevent anything that happened on Saturday because he got what he wanted. He got a match with you in a gauntlet match to where I couldn't be involved with it in any way possible. If, if you honestly could sit there and think that over all the years that we have been together, that all the years we have known each other, the fact that I invited you onto my podcast to be a co-host of this show, to sit here and talk about all these great times we had in training and all these things that we have done together and the fact that we can agree on the shit that you've been screwed over about and all of the fucking companies that you have worked with, that you would sit there and think that I would sit there and willingly, of my own free will, to sit there and think, oh, I'll just let Nubby get fucking beat up and, you know, I'll let him get, you know, beaten down by punitive damages and let Freiburg come in and take the title. If you honestly believe that I would sit there and allow that to happen, if I had any way of preventing it, then we have a bigger problem than I thought, Nubby. Because the fact of the matter is, and here, and, and, and I don't, I don't want to get into personal shit, but we could get into personal shit because you're senior and you attack my character. Because again, I heard what you said at fucking SCW. And I heard you yelling at me, telling me that the only reason I allowed any of that to happen is because I'm suck, I'm, uh, cause I'm so far up Angel's ass and shit like that. I'm sorry that I'm a fan of her work and her as a talent. And I'm sorry that I'm a fan of Aaron Xavier. I'm a fan of a lot of people that a lot of people don't like. It's just how it is. Because when you're fans of somebody's wrestling abilities, you can look past the shitty things that they do. I'm also fans of a lot of people that people do like. It's all based on their talent and who they are. But my fandom for Angel has nothing to do with the fact that me just sitting there watching what happened, happen. It's just not. I wasn't allowed to be involved in the match whatsoever. I was simply told, you booked the match. The match happened, and that was it. Now, you want to sit here and attack me about that, that's fine. You don't have to sit there and blame, I don't know, Tommy for being the referee to uh, to not seeing anything that happened. Sure, let's not blame him. Let's not, you know, look at the fact like, oh, where's VJ Price or Johnny Chaos to come to your aid or to balance it out or anything. No, we can look beyond the fact of blaming it up. No, you want to blame the guy who was called into the office of SCW and said, this shit goes away, give him the match. Let it be what it is. And and here's another thing, Nubby. You came into SCW as what? A referee. A referee. Because of me, you had an opportunity to be a fucking wrestler in SCW. Because all SCW, you, you've seen Terry Post on Facebook all the times. Stick to being a referee. Stick to being a referee. But then there's one guy who's the general manager of high voltage that says, hey, fucking Nubby could go. Fucking Nubby's over everywhere he fucking goes. Fucking Nubby could have a match. 
let me fucking use Nubby on high voltage. Well, no, we need we need Nubby to be a referee. He could be more than that. At least let me show you what he's able to do. Give let me let me put him on high voltage. Did you wrestle Nubby? Yes. Did you wrestle on high voltage? I did. Did you get a title opportunity on high voltage? I did. So if it wasn't for me advocating for you to be a wrestler in SCW, you probably never would be wrestling in SCW because nobody wanted to see the amazing turtle wrestle. They just wanted to see turtle refereeing until I went in and said, give him the opportunity. Let me book him on high voltage. Let's show what he's able to do. And you came in and you got pops and you got fan cheers and you became a high voltage champion. You were screwed out of your first title opportunity. And I went against everything that I agreed to do and gave you an instant rematch because I was able to do it at the time. Because I have the opportunities to do things like that. And you won the title. And I couldn't play favorites. I couldn't have nepotism. I had, I couldn't allow my friendship with you to make people think that, oh, I'm catering to my friends and shit. So I gave you guys like Scott Spade and Johnny Chaos. Guys who could challenge you not only endurance-wise, but also physically and veterans and shit. No one else fucking faced Scott Spade in a fucking high voltage match. You did that. Because I show people that you were more than just a novelty in the fucking ring. And after all of that, you can still go on to fucking Facebook and post that maybe the fourth mother box is right about travesty. Where they go on to their fucking show and said that if I had any respect for, for you at all, that I would just resign from my job and prevent the match from happening. Well, I got news for you, Tom and Kyle and Nubby. Even if I resigned from my from my job, that match was going to happen either way. Because the paperwork went through and they decided to settle instead of fighting the problem. And yes, I was berated and bitched about because I said on the show that, yeah, maybe I'm doing it out of pettiness. Now, if they wanted to take that and put that on me, if you want to blame me for that, then fine. That's on me, Nubby. I am sorry for me claiming to be petty over the way Freiburg treated you that cost you your title by putting you into a gauntlet match. But the fact of the matter is, if it wasn't for me, that opportunity never would have even happened. So I'm sorry that I'm an asshole or I'm some kind of piece of shit or some guy that you thought was trying to screw you over because I think of myself as a general manager being more important than you as high voltage champion. But there's nothing I could have done to stop that what happened to happen. If I could, I would have. And the fact that you don't believe that, like I said, I believe we have bigger problems than we do. Now, that's all good and well, but see, here's the thing. I can almost believe that. Okay. But it's been documented all over social media, on the live streams, that when Aaron Xavier, mm-hmm. if he would, would would beat James Creed, mm-hmm. he decides the president. 
Yeah. And it's been documented that you could possibly be fired if you don't tell the company line right mm-hmm. now, like in that moment. Yeah. So was it paperwork that prevented you from doing a damn thing or was it job security? Were you worried about losing your job because you had no faith in James Creed? It's the paperwork, Navi. Aaron Xavier even commented on, I think, Jake's fucking post that he had no ambition on firing me, even though he said he would. Like I said, man, even Freiburg, you you saw the video of Freiburg on the phone with Schultz. He got everything done. He said it himself. Schultz got results. Schultz got it done. I didn't book this gauntlet match, man. I didn't put you in there with all three guys. I don't know why you think I would do that. It's like it's like it's like I said, man. I have never once in the entire time that we have known each other put you in a situation that benefited me over you. Never once yeah. did I did that. I'm put, not saying I, that. I put I put you know I made situations happen where people thought that I was, you know putting you over because you're my friend. Again, we go back to the instant rematch for the high voltage title that I've never done for anyone else. I've been called out about that. Then everyone looked at me like I was, you know, like, like it was fucking nepotism. Like I'm looking out for my friends and shit. And I had to eat that shit, but I felt what I did was right. I didn't care if Aaron Xavier fired me. I've made that very clear over Facebook for a very long time. Like, I don't care about about any of this shit. I hate doing commentary, but I still show up and do it. If they want to fire me from being a general manager, fucking fire me from being a general manager. Because the only thing that matters to me in this wrestling business is this podcast. And the only reason I like doing this podcast is because I have an opportunity every single week to hang out with people that I like. You... Dizzle J, even fucking Pac-Man. That's, I know he's, yeah. yeah. Shut the fuck up, dude, because you're making right. it worse. Okay. All I care about is this show. And if, and again, the, the idea that you think that I would jeopardize what we have here because of a J, general manager job at SCW is fucked up, dude. I, I owe SCW a lot for giving me the opportunity to do the shit I do now because they're the first company that agreed to work with me. But SCW did that. Not Sabotage Championship Wrestling. Okay? And I have said it on numerous occasions, conversations with you and DJ and Steve, that, you know what? I have no problem making SCW just another show that I fucking talk about because I want to grow Freaknet Studios. I want to grow everything that we do here. This, this is my priority. And you, I, I get it that you don't believe it because of the, the hype and everything that I put on, on Aaron and on Angel and everything. But here's the thing, Nubby. You're on those live streams every month with me, right? Yep. Pac-Man, you fucking moderate those chats every fucking month, right? That I do. When I open the show, I talk about what we're doing. I give a little bit of results, and I say, whoever wants to call in, call in. And who's the first person to call in every single month? Aaron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And or who's Angel. second? Yeah. Do we one or the other? And then even in December, we had Aaron on, we had Angel on, and then Freiburg came on. 
and then nobody else fucking called in, and then Benny called in, and nobody was still coming on. So then Aaron came back on. So no, it's not me blowing smoke up their ass or trying to fucking kiss their ass to make sure that my job is safe. I just, I just want whatever I need to make sure that this podcast keeps moving forward. But that has nothing to do with keeping any position at SCW that I have. Doesn't matter if, if it was, you know, the newly appointed president by Terry or Aaron appointing himself from sabotage. It didn't matter to me one way or another because I was either going to have a job or I wasn't going to have a job. And like I said, I could have resigned, but the, the, the match would have happened regardless. And that's fine. I, it wasn't about the match, really. I, like I said, I'm a fighting champion. Yeah. I never you, said I can fight them you, all three of them in one night. But you did great, man. And like and you said, if you if you weren't attacked by Schultz in the middle of your match with a briefcase, you would have won that match. I wholeheartedly agreed to that. I agree hundred percent that you would have won that gauntlet match if everything was fair and right down the middle. I had hopes that if they did get involved, somebody from the back would come and help you. Just like just like the shit we talk about Rock and Pro Wrestling. Shit happens with Pac-Man. Where's all these fucking people coming to his rescue? I expected something to happen for you. I expected somebody to help. I expected Tommy to be a decent fucking referee and watch his front. I don't know why Tommy. Maybe ask Tommy. Why didn't Tommy send Sheik to the back after he fucking lost? Why didn't he send Schultz back? Ask him those fucking things. Because, again, I was told blatantly, make the match, stay out of it. So I'm sorry that you want to put this on me, that I, that, that if I'm your scapegoat, then so be it. But n- the fact that you believe the fourth mother box was right is an insult to me. But like I said, I, I can't make you just, I, I can't, I, if I, I, I try to do my best to be the best person I can to everyone that is involved in my life. And fine, if something doesn't go their way and they want to blame me, fine. I could be fucking no coast. I don't care. But I could I could only sit here and tell you that I didn't do anything to screw you over. And you could believe that or not, but now I didn't say up. you were doing anything to screw me over. You I, just said you just no, said I, I feel, you just said this happened because of my fandom of Aaron and Angel. Your fandom, yeah, and. Your fear of losing your job prevented yeah. you from, you know, yeah. saying something. So yeah, basically, so, in that moment, you were only looking out for yourself. Yeah, so in turn, that would involve me having to screw you in some way. But I didn't say you intentionally screwed me. So I'm saying is you looked out for yourself selfishly yeah. and did but, nothing. But I didn't. But you did. I have never once done anything in this business that was selfish in any way. And you okay, both and know, a, you both know that for a fact. And there's always room for the first time. And no, sorry, but no. I feel like you didn't do it. You did nothing because you were in fear of losing your job because of the potentially of Aaron becoming president or having his way. And getting a president of his own. 
you, and you he can... spent all that time saying that he could fire you yeah. if if you did anything to help me to do the right thing. Yeah, and he can say whatever he wants. And if you want to believe Aaron over me, then do it. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you you have more faith in what Aaron is saying than what I'm saying. I believe you were just even, looking out for yourself. Even Pac-Man's agreeing with me because he's not in his head yet. I'm not agreeing. I'm just I'm, I'm listening. I'm taking the conversation in. All right, so what's your thoughts now, Pac-Man? All I, one thing I can say is it is a tricky situation. With that being said, it does sound like Travis was kind of stuck up shit creek without a paddle. But at the same time, I can get Turn Nubby's frustrations. That's fine. Did I screw Nubby over? Did I did I did I take my own my own uh my my own job and shit into uh into account and make it more about me than about Nubby? Did I choose to be general manager over Nubby? I mean, doesn't sound like you had done so intentionally. Exactly. Have I ever done anything selfish in this business? Not that I've ever seen. Exactly. But somehow because Aaron says something, now that's fucking gospel. And that that fucking uh, holds more water than anything I'm fucking saying. So it's fine. It's, not, it's fine. It's not what Aaron's like saying it. It's the fact that, again, you were told that if you do anything, the right thing that you would be fired then. If you were to said, if you were to stood up and said that cheating happened, restart the match or reverse the decision, mm-hmm. you would have got fired. Company would have been sued, Nubby. It's not me being fired. It's company being sued, Nubby. I could not do anything. That that's what it comes down to. I was to sit there and watch the match as it happened. Couldn't do anything about it. And I don't know how many times I have to tell you that, and you could choose not to believe me every time I say it. That's fine. Like I said, you believe that Aaron was was going to fire me, and I saved my own ass by putting you in a situation. Here's a question for you, Nubby. Let's say that you had the gauntlet match. And every single one of those matches were fair and right down the middle. And you eventually won. Would you still come onto the show and question everything? Would you still come on here and say, I made that gauntlet match to cover my own ass? No. No. So why, then, if, if, why didn't I, if I were to do that, I would have questioned you last week. Yeah. So why are you questioning me now? You think I sat there and said, hey, 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 Schultz, halfway through the match, hit Turtle in the fucking stomach. Beat him down. Hey, Tommy. You're sitting here telling me that I'm making this gauntlet match to cover my own ass. No. Those words are not coming out of my mouth. Okay. I did not say you made that match. Okay. So what what did I do? What did I do to cover my own ass? You were forced to make the match. Yes. I didn't say a word about it. I went with it because I'm a fighting champion. I did not argue it. Okay. 
the fight I am having right now yes. is when the match was over mm-hmm. and you saw the cheating. Yeah. You did nothing. Couldn't do nothing. You got to stop saying I did nothing. It's, I couldn't do anything. And and I believe you could have. Okay. And you're entitled to believe whatever you want to believe. But I couldn't do a damn thing. Travis, this is the situation. This is the match that's happening. This is what you could do. And you know what that was? Travis, you're booking a gauntlet match. You could do nothing about it. Leave it as it is. The match is happening. He's getting the gauntlet match. Leave it how it is. The match happens how it is. Leave it alone. Same thing with the uh, with the, the Brewmaster match. Schultz is getting his Brewmaster ma- match. Whatever happens, leave it alone. Nothing I can do about it, Nubby. I was able to do shit my way for a very long time. That included giving you an instant rematch that I shouldn't have done, but I did anyways, because we were friends and I didn't like what happened to you. And that was what, that was the first problem that they brought up is that I gave you an opportunity that I never gave anybody else. So then nepotism fucking came up. And then I go on the live streams. I go on this show and say, yeah, I'll give Freiburg a match in 2024. Eventually, yeah, he's at the back of the line. Well, Travis, why is Freiburg at the back of the line, but Nubby got to skip up front? Well, it's because he cheated. Yeah, but that's not how we do things, is it? This all could have been avoided if I never gave you that rematch. But I, but I gave you, it. yeah, and that's why I gave it to you. And then okay. it bit me in the, but then it bit me in the ass. But I'm the just, fucking bad you guy. You could have gave him a rematch. If, when anytime, that was on you. Yeah, that was on me. And it bit me in the ass. It bit you in the ass because you did not give him a rematch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with, with Aaron and his possibility of becoming uh, pre- uh, president of SCW. Had everything to do about trying to make it right for you. So if I'm a bad friend for giving you multiple high voltage t- uh, championship matches, then I guess I'm a bad friend. And if that's what you want to believe, then so be it. Fall into the line with Fourth Mother Box and all the other fucking people, fucking Jake and Doris and everyone else who thinks I don't know how to do my fucking job. That's fine, man. I don't care. I posted in the SCW chat. You saw it. I'm not here to be liked, and I don't care if I am or not. I walk into SCW and I do a fucking job. I book matches. They happen. I commentate the show. I fucking leave. I come home, eat a hot pocket, go to fucking bed, wake up, and start my day all over again. I value our friendship and I value what we do here and everything. But if you're going to sit there and continuously think that I screwed you over or I fucked you over to protect myself, you need to change that mentality real fucking quick, bro. I I don't know what to believe. Go ask Aaron. Ask Aaron if I was forced you if I was forced to put you in a gauntlet match, or I'd be fired if he was hired. He he'll he'll be honest with you. Go ask Angel. 
Either one of them, they'll be completely honest with you. They they don't they don't know how to be honest. They never lie sure to me. I'm sure they came up with some bullshit about what happened this past weekend that we will get into eventually. There you go. You get asked Freiburg and Schultz. Maybe they could tell you more. Like I said, I can't tell you the details of everything. All uh, I can tell you is I was forced to do something, and yeah, I had to look. I'm, I'm going to, you know, trust a bunch of liars and cheaters. That's fine, man. See, there's the thing. You're not willing to go to anybody to find the answer. Why do I need to go to – why would I go to the ones that put this together? Put all that in motion. The ones that cheated. Because you'd if rather anything, blame somebody than find answers for it. If anything, I should go to Terry or the any other SCW official or representative that were in that room. Unless it was just you, Freiburg, and Aaron, Angel, whoever. The ones that put this shit together. Talk to the board, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like I said, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I was told what to do. I did it. I signed the NDA, so I can't talk about the details of it. The fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, I was told to do something. I did it. And if you don't, if you don't like what happened, I I can respect that. But it has nothing and to do act, with protect. It has and, nothing to do with protecting my job, whatever. And, and actually, you can talk about it now because the match is over. Just like a trial. If the trial's over, anything can be brought up. NDAs don't work like that, man. I don't know why yes, people are thinking that. When you get when you get let go or terminated from a job and you sign an NDA, that's forever. Not always. That's always forever. If you can't when you have when you are responsible for company shit and you sign an NDA, even when you fucking first get hired and you sign an NDA and they let you go, that NDA is still valid. You can't go out and you know, tell everyone what the fucking spices are in the KFC chicken, because then you get sued. It's 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 just it's how it works, man. You get it again. Ask Freiburg, Schultz, or any lawyer you want, man. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust those idiots. Like I said, I there's there's nothing I can say to you that's going to make you change the way you you feel right now, because you got screwed over. You had an unfair match, and you need to blame somebody. Fine, blame me. I don't care. Because, I blame them. Because it's I, not all you. I'm not yeah. putting it all you. I just felt like the fact you, you put anything on me. The fact you put anything on me is fucked up. The fact you yelled what you yelled at that show—that's fucking unprofessional. Because I still felt it was all about job security. You, you did know, nothing because of job security. That's, that's not what you fucking said. I know what I said. You yeah, you said it, you said ass. I was up Angel's ass. Yeah, that's unprofessional. But you didn't get in trouble for that, right? That just got fucking pressed to the side. You're welcome for that, too, by the way. And there's no but, proof that was actually said other than me admitting I just said it. So. Yeah. So, hey. But uh, let's uh, move on from that. But uh, let me just say that now that the pressure's off <clears throat> and I don't care about that title anymore, I'm just, if the opportunity comes up, sure, I'll take it. But if I get in a match with Freiburg, I'm just going to beat his ass until he can't compete no more. And oh, Schultz. A, and she. He's at the training school every Tuesday and Thursday, man. Go handle your business. Uh, other things that happened at SCW. We had the Genesis Championship between Miles Mercer and Jimmy Carrot, where Miles Mercer picked up the victory with uh, the Rings of Saturn. Acid Jazz took on Apex. Acid Jazz picked up the win via disqualification due to Benny Vargas's interference. Uh, we had the Brewmaster Championship with Sean Mulligan and Eric Schultz. Mulligan picked up the victory after Schultz uh, got 
I don't know if you want to call it accidental or not. It didn't really, really look accidental to me. After he accidentally got struck in the head by the briefcase from Freiburg. Uh, Benny Vargas took on VJ Price. Uh, VJ picked up the win after uh, Acid came out and sprayed uh, cocoa powder into Benny Vargas' face. Mm-hmm. Scott Spade picked up the victory uh, over JPH for the number one contendership for the SCW Heavyweight Championship by holding on to the ropes. Afterwards, uh, Keith came out and had a discussion with JPH, so who knows what we're going to see down the line with that. Bro Bros returned to SCW, not making their SCW debut, but returned to SCW to take on Dysfunction for the SCW Tag Team Championships. Dysfunction did pick up the victory, but solid showing by the Bro Bros. Love those guys. Uh, and finally, uh, Aaron Xavier and J- uh, James Creed uh, for the SCW Heavyweight Championship. James Creed picked up the victory over Aaron Xavier, which means next month on February 24th at Love and War, Terry Allen gets to announce the new president of SCW, as well as I believe the new president will be awarding James Creed a brand new SCW Heavyweight Championship and retiring the old one that was uh, debuted back in 2017. Nice for 2024. Not happening. Okay. Uh, he has my vote still. Good for you. Turtles 2024. There you go. Make America nubby again. <laughs> um, anything else independent wrestling related we got to talk about? Um, There was a, a match made. Or... An, a challenge, if you will, made by B.J. Price to Logan Steele. Yeah, the $100,000 body slam challenge. I, I want to know where the hell he got $100,000 for from, and um, can I borrow some? I want to know, uh, know if that's open to anybody. I mean, I'm going to fucking body slam something. I'll fuck up my back, but fucking 100 grand 100 grand. Well, it, it was for Logan Steele, so, you know. <laughs> um... Yeah, February 24th, uh, Love and War. That's going to be at Shaban Civic Center. Uh, Power Hour has Nubby as a special guest uh, this week. Is it only you? Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. So you guys can check, uh, catch that over uh, on YouTube or on uh, the Facebook after it gets released. It'll be out Tuesday night or, you know, watch it Wednesday morning, depending on how late it's on. Pac-Man, got anything else? I do not. Nubby, anything? Nah. We good now? Well, when it comes to SCW, we have issues. But this is just freaking wrestling podcast, so uh, we will get along on just freaking wrestling. Excellent. Uh, next week, we should have Rock and Pro Wrestling results as well as, I believe, North End results if we do get them. Uh, what shows do we have next week? Uh, ARW. ARW? Yeah. Oh, with the, uh, the Workhorse Appreciation Night? Uh, and did you see what happened to Muggsy because of those assholes? Yeah, what was his shoulder or his elbow or something like that? Shoulder. Or yeah. I think it was his shoulder. They attacked him at the training facility. He's getting his work in, and they decided to jump him. Cowards. They're probably, they're probably jealous because somebody was actually working out. Treated. Yeah. Uh, guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. Make sure you do listen to us wherever you get podcasts and uh, iTunes. Oh, wait. Before I forget, is there anything else fourth Mother Box related you guys want to talk about? Or is it just a big thing about him saying what he said about me? Oh, yeah. And, Tom, I don't have the ambition for you to talk about me. Let that shit go, man. 
Like, I have no dreams or aspirations of you having a conversation with me. I don't give a fuck if you talk about me. You know, just just stop, idiot. Um, Pac-Man, anything you want to oh, add about... You know um, I'm going to have a request for all of our listeners. So, when you go, after you listen to this show, we need you all to go on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, I don't give a fuck, wherever you got to put it. We need you to put the hashtag, hashtag, release the double J cuts. Again, Again, when he, when he says hashtag twice, he doesn't mean to actually do the hashtag and type the word. Oh, no, I do. No, I don't. No, I don't. Hashtag, hashtag, release the double J cut. We gotta get that trending. We want hash browns. We know, we know they're hiding something. They're, They've made it very, very clear that I, and the thing is, I was right the whole time. I mean, clearly, they still haven't shown what exactly Double J has said. What the fuck are Kyle and Tom hiding? We need to get to the bottom of this, and it will start with you and putting a hashtag. And that hashtag, one more time, is release the Double J cut. Uh, go over to any, go anywhere where you listen to podcasts and, uh, check out the, uh, fourth mother box. It's not the, the recent episode, but the one before that, uh, is what Pac-Man's referring to. But make sure you check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. And obviously, wherever you listen to us, that whether it be Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, iTunes. Uh, a reminder, April 4th, Google Podcasts is going away and it's going to be, uh, turned into, uh, YouTube or, yeah, YouTube, YouTube music. music. YouTube music. So. Uh, subscribe for whatever you want. Uh, the video podcast of our show will come out later on in the week where you can, uh, watch our episode. And that's over on the JFW podcast YouTube channel. <laughs> I found out that if you search just freaking wrestling, some stupid ass show called that freaking wrestling shows up and that's just garbage. Search JFW podcast and we'll pop up. <sighs> that's all I got. I believe we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Kalabunga. And I am the LIM Champion, Pac-Man. Release the Double J Cut! And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.